Hi, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Where is Sunshine? He's on the other couch. I'm on one couch. He's on the other couch. We're in the living room coming to you today to talk about junk journaling, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. Today we're going to be answering crafty questions, so let's jump right in. Um, User GN asked, Hi Pam, uh, remember that gilding paste you love that has been discontinued? I ordered some Sizzix Effects Luster Wax in gold and really, it really smells like oranges. Okay, so I'm going to spell Sizzix Effects Luster Wax in case anybody's looking for it. S-I-S-S-I-X, second word, E, F as in Frank, F as in Franks, E-C-T-Z, new word, luster, L-U-S-T-R-E, wax in gold. Okay, um, that's when I remembered what you said and wondered if it's a different company name now. Anyway, it's a, it's fab, and I'm gilding everything, including the lily. Um, love your channel, by the way, Virgin Junk Journaler here, and you've been a great source of tips and laughs. Oh, great. Um, it, it very well could be. Maybe they sold um, the formula or the company to another company, and maybe they're making it now. It used to be by My Art C, and um, like M-Y-A-R-T letter C, I think. And uh, I cannot find it anymore. I can't even find like old jars on eBay or something. But um I have tried a new brand called Pentel, new to me, and it does have an uh, um, orange scent to it. So I don't know if that's a common solvent that they use to keep the wax soft or what, but um, if it works, it works. I mean, this is not rocket science here. Um, it's a gold color mixed with some sort of substrate to allow you to rub and buff. And remember the good old rub and buff stuff where you could buy at Walmart or Home Depot? They still sell that, and that actually works really well as well. So that might be easier for a lot of people to find. But basically, it was, I think, originally designed to accent um, decorative pieces on furniture where you would um, have it be gilded. And um, we can use it in junk journaling. Yay! Um Everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise, she says yet again. Okay. Uh, Helen Cassell says, Hi, Pam and Sunny. Aren't you the early birds this morning? I'm guessing there are many of us. Oh, I forgot to heart the first one. Let me heart it. And I'll heart this one. Um, I'm guessing there are many of us that would like to see and hear Baxter get another cameo opportunity since the audio problem happened the first time. However, Sunshine, don't feel threatened because there can never be a better cub reporter than you. Your appearances make my day when I see you give your reports. Happy crafting. Well, there you go, Sunny. We're hearing it from the peeps. They want to see Baxter again. He's, he's uh, feigning like he doesn't hear me. He's pretending he's asleep, but his big old ear is flapped open, so I, knew, I know he can hear every word. Oh, he's, he's softly stretching now, like he's not threatened at all. Baxter is no threat to you, my dear. You are you are sunshine and Baxter is Baxter, but it never hurts to have a friend. Oh, I said the word Baxter and he popped right up. Now he's looking at the front door to see if Baxter's coming in. Not today, honey. Maybe soon, but not today. Um, okay. Um, okay, we carry on as we do. Um, <laughs> uh, and she also added, oh, I need to start doing this too. I think she must have watched the video possibly from this morning of, oh yeah, organizing a craft drawer. Oh, it's it's big overdue here, and um, I got to do it. I got to do it. I'll bring you along for some of the ride um, so you can see me suffer my way through cleaning out my craft drawers, and um, there's really no magic to it other than I clean out my craft drawers. I like to do it. Okay, 
In a perfect world, I, do, I would do a deep clean once a year, pull out every drawer, empty everything out of it because nothing is where it should be anymore after a year. Take everything out, clean the drawer because dust bunnies abound when you're a crafter, when you're working with paper or fabric or material of any type. Dust is everywhere, so it's really good to deep clean this stuff. You're going to feel so good about it when you do. Um, and then I only put back in the drawer what I really want to live in that drawer. So my last drawer uh, clean out was a, uh, a thread and string drawer. And I had to be merciless and ruthless and not put the other stuff back in there. And then you are faced with the horrible experience of what do I do with all the stuff that hasn't been put back in there? Well, you can kind of go around and you sort of recognize it. Like I had a pile of lace. I had some felt circles. Don't know what I'm going to do with those actually, but um, I should just turn them into some embellishments and be done with them. And then I don't have to worry about where to store them. That's what I should do. Oh, <gasps> maybe all this extra stuff that I don't have the right home for. I should just put in a big pile on my desk and just embellish the heck out of it all. <gasps> That's an idea. And then I never have to deal with it again. That might not work out in reality. Who are we kidding? There could be a giant mountain on my desk. There's a small little pile right now. I'm going to try it once and see how it goes. If it's not doable, I'll have to find a home for it, this stuff. They may be temporary homes. They may be, okay, I have an area where I put lace, so I could put the lace with the lace. I can, I can do that. As a crafter, I can do better. It's going to make my, I have, this is what I, my self-talk. It'll make my life easier. I'll know where things are. I won't double buy things. I'll be able to craft more efficiently and quickly because I'll go to immediately where I know it is, grab it, bring it back and craft versus trying to find out, remember where I put it. Okay, so there's like a million reasons why it's a good thing to do this. Now let's talk about the downside. Okay, the downside is I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? I'd rather just craft. I don't want to organize drawers. I want to craft. Um, it's a beautiful day out. Um, I'm hungry. I, I want to go eat. I want to play with my dog. I want to go do anything other than clean out my craft drawers. But if I get myself in the mood, which is like um, me telling myself that organizing drawers is good for my mind, it helps me sort my mind out at the same time that I sort my drawer out. I know once I get started, I do find it therapeutic. I find it relaxing, organizing. It's almost like putting a puzzle together where you can sort of just relax and get into it and time passes and you, you don't know what happened. Um, where did all the time go? I was organizing a drawer. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If I tell my brain that, I'll do it. If I start telling myself about all that other stuff I'd rather do, I won't do it. And there's been a lot of that, so we're going back into the drawers. We're going to get this job done. I don't know if I can get it done before the end of the year, but I'm going to try. No, I, I just need to do that because then it'll be the beginning of the year. Then I'll sort of already have it done and then I'll say to myself, do I really need to do it? I just did it. I'll probably skip doing it in the beginning of the year then. Oh boy, that's dangerous. We'll have to rethink this entire project. 
Um, no, I'm not going to punt it. No, I hear you. Oh, she's going to punt it till the beginning of the year just to start the cycle again. I could easily do that. And there may be some drawers that actually make it to the beginning of the year. But no, I'm going to soldier on and go through my drawers. Maybe I won't do it as fast as I've done it in the past, but I'll get there. I got I to gotta get there. I can't do this. Okay. Uh, Jan Hulse asks, is there a beginner's club to join? Taking all ages, I mean, learning to glue paper, cutting out pictures, simple, right? Feeling all icky with glue on hands, uh, question mark. So far out of the learning sphere, I watch and observe the cutting and the gluing and think or not think it is hard, then try all these fumble fingers turn up and send all things crooked, glue dries with no wiggle room for error, and don't get me started on the dying of the paper. <laughs> Welcome to our world, Jan. Um, Yes. Um, she was actually referring to a video called A Simple Way to Decorate a Junk Journal for Beginners. The One Concept Process. Okay. Um, I believe, if I'm remembering that simple concept was, let's say you have three signatures. Well, you go and you put a pocket in each signature. Then you put a belly band in each signature. Then you put a corner tuck in each signature. So you kind of repeat the same process all the way through that way it, you know, you may be using different papers, they may be decorated differently, so it doesn't look like the same piece all the time. Although it can be, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's an easy way to cre create flow through a journal where you're like, where do I begin? Where do I put this? Where do I put that? There's a lot of confusion. Do I just decorate the bejeebers out of the first signature somewhat decorate the second signature and I'm exhausted by the time I get to the third signature so my first signature is super fat and they get skinnier as it goes because I'm trying to finish it. Distribution, equal distribution sometimes helps the journal be more balanced when it's finished and then you can decide when enough is enough because it's always equally balanced. Um, I also recommend putting in all your hard like tucking pieces first like your pockets, your tucks, your belly bands, things like that and then go back and put your ephemera in later because you want all that glue to really dry. I cannot tell you in the beginning how many, well, who am I kidding? I still do this. Um, in the, uh, especially in the beginning, I would put a pocket in and then I'd put a really pretty piece of ephemera in there and then I'd carry on and I'd come back and look at the journal later and the ephemera was stuck to the glue or the tape on the inside and it's a complete, I'll end up having to tear the piece of ephemera to dislodge it and then I would cry and it was very sad and Sonny would come over and try and help me through it and we'd go get brownies, which of course I didn't share with him, I ate them all myself. Um, so I'm trying to help spare you from that, um, these little learning tips and we've all been there. Oh, oh, it's, it's a ginormous learning process of how to do it easily and efficiently and right the first time so that you don't end up in those little uh, things. And sometimes just watching somebody else craft, you'll start to pick up things if you watch them craft the journal from beginning to end. And I think a lot of us junk journal crafters on YouTube, we have series where you can we from beginning to end, like here I am, I'm sitting down with that you know some chipboard or a book cover we're gonna start from scratch and you can see the whole process and sometimes um, we don't say something and we just do it on the video and we could because it doesn't strike us as I need to say this but I remember being the person watching videos like that and going oh that's how they do that because I was always stuck on that one part and I could never quite figure out how to get past that one little part that was always snagging me 
and I would like dread that part like sewing in the signatures or getting the signatures even or how to get the pages to fit inside your book perfectly and all that kind of stuff when there's there's a million little tips and tricks that can be learned from observed from others that are just gonna they're gonna once you get a few of those under your belt you're gonna be like I got this I, I totally got this and then you're gonna I don't know what you're gonna do I'm guessing I, I'm telling you my journey and then I'm like and then I'm thinking oh well then now I have the basics down I can take that concept and do with that with any size of journal, style of journal, um, concept theme, heavily decorated, lightly decorated, not decorated at all. I mean, whatever it is, if you have the basics down, you're good. And there's a million basics out there. There's a million and one ways to make a junk journal. So if you don't like one way, learn another way. Um, some people love ring binders, um, like or the rings to attach the, the um, journals to pages together in the cover. Other people love to use an old book cover. Other people love to construct the cover themselves out of whatever they've got. It, it, you know, is it a cereal box? It is, is it some chipboard? Is it some uh, packaging that you got or junk mail? I mean, there's so many different ways to make them. Follow your heart and follow what is fun for you. I would suggest maybe trying different ways because you don't know what's fun for you until you try it. So get brave, put on your big girl crafter, big boy crafter, whatever you are, crafter pants, and uh, <laughs> and just go ahead and craft. And in that experience, uh, somewhere, some, something's going to ring a bell and, and you're going to be a happy camper. Okay, so let's go to the next person. Um, Terry... Terry's YouTube says, oh, I can't wait to make some. Now, where did I hide my paper clips? Oh, it must be one of my altered paper clip videos. That says, unbelievably easy junk journal paper clips. Oh, there you go. That was the name of that one. Um, oh, it's a part one. Oh, it must have been a complicated thing if I had to go to part two. Or sometimes my video cam, my, oh, um, my phone will just magically turn off. I'll be recording away and all of a sudden, poop, it says you're done. That's all we're giving you today. Um, oh, a little update. I got a new phone. Okay, well, I hope that didn't stop my... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My uh, video, sorry. Um, um, okay, so I am going to... Sorry, that threw me. I don't know how to turn my phone off when I do this. Um, but I am... Okay, here's my next question. Terry's YouTube. Oh, I can't wait to make some. Okay, so those were the paper clips. Next is Janie Anderson. I am a baby boomer and like the Atomic Age style. Oh, that's interesting. Do you have junk journal ideas for page ideas for crafters like me? The Atomic Age style. So are we talking like Area 51? I'm a baby boomer. I think I'm the last year of the baby boomers. Um, uh, I was born in 64, so, um, the Atomic Age style, so I think, I'm thinking, like, 50s style? Um, I don't have a lot from there, I need to maybe look back into that, because, um, sometimes copyright is still, 
around a lot in the newer, I call that the newer stuff, but if it's not a certain number of years old, I still think we're in the 1920s somewhere, where stuff before that you're pretty much free and clear, but after that it's questionable and you need to check each individual piece to see if it's copyright or not. Um, but also, um, let me just look up the Atomic Age style and make sure I'm talking about the right thing. Atomic Age style. Like I'm picturing the, the atomic blast coming through the house and all that. Atomic Age design refers to the period roughly corresponding from 1940 to 1963 when concerns about nuclear war dominated Western society during the Cold War. Okay, and that comes from Wikipedia, the greatest source known to mankind. Not really. Um, but yes, we have that. And then we say to ourselves, I think that would be actually really cool. I'll, I'll do a, a digikit on that. That would be fun. Uh, I, I know how to source some stuff that'll be okay. So we're going to be okay and we're going to have options. So yeah, it's kind of fun to think of these out of the box style things. Maybe even like Jetson kind of style. That would be fun. Okay. Whoa, what's going on here? Boy, the love of the noisy stuff is going on. No, there's like something going. We have to turn it off there. Okay. Sorry. I hit something. Oh, I hope, I hope everything's okay with that. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Next question. Oh, that we got that one. Good. We did good. Um, just me, Valerie says, anyone have ideas on how to incorporate pipe cleaners and chenille twists in junk journals? Found some in my craft room. You know, I have, I just came across some of those too, and I'm always wondering how to use them in the journal. Now, one thing you could do is you could actually sew your signatures in with them, which I think would be kind of cool. You could also uh, decorate the spine or incorporate them into spine dangles somehow or use them as a means of a closure for the outside. They're a little bit bulkier uh, than maybe we would like to use on the inside of the journal, so putting it as a page trim or something like that might be a little weird. It would probably flatten out because they are they're kind of like... There's just a little wire on the inside, but it might not look poofy when you open up your journal. It might get squashed flat. So maybe we need to put it on the outside of the journal, maybe use it as a cover art, twist it, twirl it, make it go around a focal piece on the front. I'm just kind of randomly thinking of things. Maybe you can make some kind of corner covers with it. I don't know. I kind of run around with that in my head and see what we can think of. Maybe we'll just put some on the desk one day and play with them and see what we can come up with. 10 fun things you can do with pipe cleaners in a junk journal. How about that? Sounds like a good one. Sonny, write that down. Okay. Um, Janie Anderson said, Pam, would you be, would you consider making international women of the world themed junk journal pages? Oh, well, I would, I would definitely consider that. I will put that on the idea list. Thank you, Janie. Um, just me. Oh, no, we did that one. Okay. That's a pipe cleaner question. Um, Debbie Breen asks on the easy spine idea for a junk journal, exposed spine to a hidden spine video. Love this spine technique. It's so pretty and hides the stitching very well. Hey, Pam, will you be selling this journal? I, I expect yes. I have a bunch of unfinished product projects then I'm going to have some time to actually finish. So I'm going to dedicate some time to those, finish them all up, and I may put one, two, or three things together and sell them as like a little bundle. I'm not sure yet exactly, but there will be some things coming for sale soon as I complete them. Yes, so stay tuned. 
Yes. Okay. And, oh, 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 that's what I want to tell you. It's funny that she asks this. Hugs and Beans asks, what camera and video editing program do you use? I just got a new phone yesterday. Why did you get a new phone yesterday, Pam? Because my screen was cracked, and long story short, it was almost as expensive to fix the screen on the old phone as it was to upgrade to the new phone. So I ended up going through that whole rigmarole. If you've ever been through that whole rigmarole, that's just a pile of monkeys, isn't it? Yeah, it was great. And um, also, I had a problem with my my phone, the echoing, like when I would talk to people, they say, you're echoing, you're echoing. And I'd have to reboot my phone over and over again. So I'm, I'm actually with a new provider and a new phone. So I'm hoping the echoing thing is gone. So twofold. I did record a video with it. Everything seemed to go smoothly. I thought it recorded well, probably better than the old phone. So this particular new phone is now in Samsung S23 Ultra. My one previous was an Samsung S21 Ultra. My previous one to that was an S10 Ultra. I think it was an Ultra or S10 Plus or something like that. It was an S10. And then before that, it was the S7 Edge. And I've been very happy with the Android line to record videos with. It's very easy and the video has a pause button built in. Maybe the newer iPhones do, but for a long time they didn't. And I know that it does make it much easier if you have a pause button. All right, there you go, folks. Um, Loved your questions today. It was fun for me, fun for Sunshine. He hasn't moved a muscle and um, neither have I. But um, we always, always love hearing your thoughts and wondering what's going through your heads and uh, just bringing this crafty paper community together. So see you back around the block. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Happy crafting.